I mean, like, really, 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 really love it. And I hope that you guys do, too. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Walking Through Glass, the podcast. And I am your host, Dr. Dina C. Brown, founder of the Lead Her Shift Movement, international best-selling author, speaker, and executive coach, affectionately known to my clients as the catalyst, because I make shift happen. And my purpose in life is to inspire, empower, and transform lives. I wake each morning with the mission to help you lead with confidence, speak with influence, and connect strategically by getting out of your own head so you can lead. And by lead, I mean learn, experience, apply, and develop. Walking through glass, the podcast, is not about breaking through the glass ceiling. It is about all the struggle and the ish we face on our journey walking through the glass, the fear, anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, limited beliefs, negative self-talk, and other BS, I mean belief systems, that get in the way of us living the life that we dream and desire. And it is time today to make the shift to clarity, confidence, and consistency. And today, I have an amazing guest who's going to enjoy, uh, join me in this conscious conversation about all things about walking through the glass. And I am so excited to bring to you Dr. Shelley Henderson, who's a Pennsylvania native who has called Orange County, California, her home for the last seven years. And I am so blessed because she's amazing. Um, prior to law school, Henderson built a career working in government and politics. You talk about glass, baby. And Washington, D.C. for nearly 15 years. There she held positions at the U.S. House of Representatives, the U.S. Department of Education, and even the White House. Those are just some small little juicy nuggets. And she's going to share more about who she is, how she's and how she's been, you know, traversing through the glass and not only sweeping it up, putting it in the trash, but building whole new walls and windows and houses out of all those pieces. So without further ado, I would love to introduce Dr. Shelly Henderson to you. Hey, Shelly. Hey, Dr. Dina. How are you? Good. I was like, oh, it's like I'm on a roll. See, that music kind of keeps going. And I was like, okay, okay. I, I feel like a, a, a VJ, the old school VJ. 
<laughs> exactly. I love that theme song too. I was side to side. Side to side. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good to have you. I know it's been like a minute trying to get you on and your I schedule know. and you're doing so many amazing things. And and so I am happy. Um, and like I shared some small nuggets with the audience mm-hmm. about you and the listeners. But what else do you want to tell us about what I like to say, Shelly Shell? <laughs> well, first of all, Dr. Dina, thank you so much for having me on. Um, and let me just say to both to you and to your audience that you are amazing. You are such an inspiration to um, all of us who know you um, as your friend and and sister. I am. I just want you to know how proud I am of you. Um, and you're just doing great things. So thank you for being you. Now, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but, you know, I, um, everything that you talked about is, I mean, you and I, we've said this, we have so much, we have a lot in common, but I um, got on this, you know, leadership track early on when I didn't even know what it was, right? I didn't even understand um, what was happening. I was just sort of in these positions. Um, and I didn't have mentors necessarily. Um, in many instances, I had to kind of figure it out and have, uh, you know, I would have mentors that didn't know me, uh, mentored through books, mentored through uh, people I admire um, who still don't know me. But um yeah, it, I mean, it's just, it's been an amazing journey. Um, like you said, I have, you know, gone through sort of the government, um, the political spectrum. Um, and even now, you know, I'm in different leadership roles. I'm in um, a pastoral um, role at my church. I'm a leader in my business. Um uh, all kinds of other social organizations. I have leadership roles, but but there is a formula. I like to say, you know, no matter what the position, um, you know, there are some. There's an essence to leadership. There are some things that absolutely must happen and must be done for you to be effective. Um, and I think um, that because I continue to do those things, I find myself always in these leadership roles. And so I'm anxious to share some of that um, with the thousands of folks that listen to you, because um, I think it'll really help them um, as they ascend in leadership themselves or aspire to that. Oh, that is so good. Like, I'm so wait, I'm so excited about like getting all, <laughs> you know, um, that you're putting out there. And I love the, the, like I said, the golden nuggets I was able to share. And really, they're really small nuggets about you, but your career and your, I like to say your accolades. That's the only word that actually would come to mind. You know, I love words. And so the best words that I could say is like the accolades. And it's not so much that you're saying, hey, look at me. It's just you showing up yeah. as you are mm-hmm. with and who you are. But again, I share with people, it's not us as women breaking down the door and right. breaking the glass ceiling. It's what happens when we're in the room. Right. <laughs> when absolutely. We're in life. <laughs> no, and we're absolutely. doing that. 
that that we keep this mask on or we still try to I said I'm going to do an episode called debunking superwoman mm. is that you, you keep trying to say I'm good but oftentimes we're not because of what we're saying to ourselves, how mm-hmm. we're responding mm-hmm. and reacting to what others say about us. And so I wanted to talk about like that, how, I mean, because again, you've been in some of the most public and visible spaces Yeah, and yeah. the work that you do now, you know, in, in your business. And I want our listeners to know what you do and even in your business so they can understand why, you know, these golden nuggets you about to drop that they might start putting it <laughs> down and getting their pan out. <laughs> to, to make it, to make it happen. So with being in such a public, no pun yeah. intended, you know, in politics, mm-hmm. how do you walk through that kind of glass? What are, what is that secret sauce? What are the strategies that you're using? Well, uh, you just said what happens when you're in the room and, and here's where I'd like to do is I'd like to pull back and say, it starts before you get to the room, it starts in your yeah. private space. Um, and here's what I have found. Okay. So, because whatever you're doing publicly, um, that's what's manifesting, but the work begins before. Um, what I had to figure out, and, I, and no one was able to tell me because I was pioneering, is that I, you know, I knew to work on my clothes. I knew I had to go shopping. I knew I had to get suits and I knew I had to, you know, get my hair right and have my nails manicured. You know, I knew to do all of that because I needed to show up looking like a leader and looking professional because people, of course, um, you teach them how you want to be treated by the way you look. And so I knew that part. Everyone could tell you that part. What I didn't know and I had to figure out is that the true work was what I said to myself in my private time. Mm -hmm. The true work was working on the inner me, the inner Shelly. And that meant that I needed to be healed um, in some areas. Um, I needed needed my heart healed. Um, I needed to get myself um, really whole and complete from things that had happened in my past. And, and here's why that's important. Because whatever you are, it will be magnified when you are given power. So if you are a bitter, insecure, petty person, when you are the leader, when you are in charge, when you show up in the room and you're at the table, you, all of those things come with you. If you have not taken the time to work on yourself, to get yourself healed, all of that will show up. And this is how it will show up. You have a decision to make. You have an employee um, or a subordinate um, who is getting on your nerves, whatever the case may be. You can't make decisions um, just based on facts, based on reason, based on your gut and instinct, because mixed in there is all that other stuff. So it'll come out in your decision making. It'll come out in the way you treat your subordinates. It'll come out right. in your attitude. And what you'll find is because in order to lead people, for people to be able to follow you, they have to trust you. You have to have credibility. Um, we've gotten, I think in, in this 
in the last, you know, maybe 10 or so years, um, the last generation even maybe, that leadership is a position. Well, that nothing could be further from the truth. You could be the president of something and not the leader because the person that everybody's listening to and following is someone sitting in the back corner that doesn't even hold a title because it's about credibility and trust. When you are your authentic, genuine self and you talked about, um, you know, um, that mask and 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 pretending to be okay, and, and I'm. I apologize if I'm jumping around, but you know, no, you, you, you have- <laughs> this is what we do. That's why I said they're conversations because yeah. like I said, the vibe of this, when you're listening is that this is how I talk to my sisters, my girlfriends, yeah, and these exactly. conversations we should be, be ha- having behind the door, you know, in those living rooms, over those glasses of wine, yeah. at the bar. No, but I'm just, these are the conversations <laughs> we should be having, but we tend to shy away from them because right. we don't want to be seen as vulnerable exactly. and we want to present. So no, I, this is, we, are my, we do this all the time, you know, because right, right. it comes back circle. So I love what you're saying. I love that you're talking about leadership is not a position. It's a mindset, number one. And the influence starts with you. The first person that you're ever, 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 you know, called to lead is yourself. And if your life is all screwed up, what about your subordinates? What is it going to look like? And I always tell when I work with leaders or teams and I said, the team, they go, oh my God, my people are all da, da, da. And I said, they go, what's the problem? I said, again, I'm going to be honest with you. Let's look in the mirror. Well, come on. Come on now. And they look like, did this have a, you know, they didn't right. say it out loud, but like, exactly. did this have a, and I said, so let me break that down to you because exactly. I'm not judging you. You need to take a closer look on how you're leading. Does your audio and your video match? Exactly. No, yeah, you're putting it, you're putting it down. And that, and that's so key, but it goes back to ourselves as women is that we will, we, and I say we, because I've been there sure. where I knew when I walked into the room, I knew who I was exactly. and I'm very clear about who I am. I'm confident on how I show up. Like I said, I could put that suit on. I can make sure the hair, I can do all the other mm-hmm. stuff. And, but the one area that, and I'm saying when I was talking to me yeah. that I was failing was that consistency piece. I wasn't consistently, consistently speaking life into myself. Mm-hmm. And so I could walk in that room. I could do what I could say, the damn thing. And then uh-huh. after I'm questioning myself right. and I'm not in the course, I'm not following up. Now I'm doubting what I did or didn't do, you know? Yes, absolutely. And, and, and again, it starts with you. And, and here's the thing, you could fool everybody, but you can't, you can't fool results. Right. So, so when I, and, and I tweet that, say that again, you can't fool results. The, the, the data on you is clear, right. When it comes to leadership. And so, and you and I do some of the same work. So when I'm coaching leaders and, and teams, but particularly leaders who are saying, well, how come they won't follow me and how come they won't do this and how come they won't do that? Particularly if they selected their own team, um, right. then, then you have to, like you said, you have to look in that mirror because here's, here's the thing. As a leader, you are the lid. You are the LID. You're the lid. You're the top. Mm-hmm. 
So you're only going to be able to pull in under you and attract people that are your level and below, maybe a level higher, but your level and below. And so, and, and, and you know this, leaders attract leaders. All of us who are leaders, when, we, when I select someone that I'm going to follow, I select someone who really can help me move to the next level because they're so far ahead of me. And so when I talk to leaders and say, if you're, let's just say at a level seven, the the mo- the best thing you can do is work to get yourself higher to an eight, nine or 10, because if you're a seven, you're only going to be able to track fives and sixes. Oh, now here. And, and I'm I, you know, Am my I mentor, helping somebody today. Come on now. Yes, honey. <laughs> Is that because my mentor, John Mass, we talk about the leadership lit and we talk about that, you know, um, when we look at the the laws of leadership mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. about again, what is that lid? And so we, you eloquently wrote that out. But here's the part. Here's a denial piece. And here's where your team and others, especially millennials and up and coming rising leaders are struggling with is because they will go seek outside professional development and growth. Mm-hmm. And now they're sub- superseding your lid, and Come now on, you somebody. want to squash your growth. And so, <laughs> and so they are now moving past, and that fear, mm-hmm. that fear will keep you from growing. You don't, like you said, you don't have to be the CEO, the COO, the CFO mm-hmm. to lead that team and that there are other leaders. And if you empower, truly empower oh, your team, God. Yes, yes, your yes. Leader, then guess what? On this, on this one, you go around point. Show me what I need to know. Help me mm-hmm. get to X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z because yes. together, yes. When people say that, I said, okay, there is an I in team. There's an I saying, what am I going to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make this team work? So I will, I will refute you that there is an I in team. Mm-hmm. And, there has and I to think be. there has to be, there has to be, because I don't want group think. I want synergy. Yes. I want you to take all your unique parts and make it better. I don't want you to be going, because if I could do it all by my damn self, I would have done it. Well, and here's the, and, and, and that's the way, um, and, and, you know, I'm a Christian, even if we look at it biblically, that's the way the leadership yes. system is designed. The oil comes down from the yes. leader. So, he, and here's the thing, and I'll give you a, a, a practical real world example for me. I worked for, um, President George W. Bush at the White House. I worked in EOP. That is the executive office of the president. And I was public liaison to the president. So what that means, he had nine liaisons and we were his arms in different communities. So I was the liaison to the faith community and the African-American community. So all things African-American had to go through me. All things that had to do with faith, uh, you know, Christian evangelicals, because there was a, a a different liaison for Catholics. That's another story. <laughs> was me. <laughs> um, was me, right? So when it, I rode in the motorcade with the president to the national prayer breakfast and, and all those kinds of things. Now, nighttime TV had a ball with my boss with the president. He's stupid. He's this, he's that, he's whatever. Now, I will say this. 
I know him to be a very kind-hearted, very funny person, um, a very good-natured person. But he would tell anybody, and I learned this from him. Maybe he wasn't, maybe he didn't have a PhD, but what made him good is that he had enough sense to surround himself with people that he deemed to be smarter than him. So he had a Colin Powell. He had a Condoleezza Rice. You know, he had all these folks. He hired the best people. He had a Dr. Shelley Henderson. He had me. So, <laughs> so my point is um, leaders, real leaders, true leaders understand that part of their responsibility is to empower the leaders that are working under them, because that's how those leaders grow. And that's why they will stay with you because you are helping to develop them. Everybody wants to get better. Everybody wants to grow. So if you're the kind of leader who, number one, refuses to do what you have suggested, and that is to seek out opportunities for growth, whether it be getting in touch with you as a coach, books, uh, other mentorship programs, what you're going to end up with is a leader who becomes, because those other folks are growing, a leader who becomes jealous and envious because it's clear that these people have outgrown you. And then they will stop showing up because you're not offering them anything. Your Their spirits are hungry. They want to be self, they want to self-actualize too. They want to grow into all that they are destined to be. And they can't do that with a leader who is not mature who will not seek out their own uh, growth opportunities. And so this is why uh, oftentimes, that's why I said you've got to do that inner work. When when I show up now, just like you said, I'm confident, not because I know everything, but I've done the work on the inside. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I bring to the table. Do you know what I'm saying? And it does, and oh, it's yeah. not, not that it's, any better than anyone, any worse than anyone, but I'm clear about it. I've done the work to ensure that. So that's how I show up. I have no problem telling my folks, you know, I don't know. Do you know? Because because I know that takes nothing away from me by not knowing. I don't have to know. I don't have to know. I I did a talk and um it was what at one of my conscious conversations and that we were talking about what is being equipped. And then I was having the same conversation with a client of mine. And then it came up again when I was actually at a corporate meeting. So this is three separate different environments and, but still part of my whole ecosystem. And we were talking about what does it mean to be equipped as we're talking about like fear and, and, and showing up and anxieties and am I enough? And am I more than enough? Mm -hmm. Will I have enough? And I said, you know, again, I'm a woman of faith too. Yes. But my version of the Bible sound like Medea version, not Dr. <laughs> Shelly Shell. But I'm saying, you know what? He still hears me. He knows. That's right. <laughs> and That's I know flow. But we talked about equipped and it sank in with me when I was having one of those situations and God's asking me, like you said, um, he said to step into that space. And I've people go, Oh my gosh, you know, you're doing these different things. I do a lot of things behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I okay being there and I love building that structure and the foundation and being part of the, you know, the framing 
of great things. But God said, you know, and you'll see and you'll hear on this show and throughout this year that this is the season of unstoppable. Mm. And when he said to me, Dina, the one area that I need you to up level, he said, is consistency because there's three things. My C3 blueprint, clarity, confidence, consistency. Well, the C3 is actually an exponent. There's nine, but I break them into threes as they are applicable to my season. Mm-hmm. And so this season, it's about that. And he said, you know, what does it mean to be unstoppable? And I always would get bugged when people would say, girl, get comfortable being uncomfortable. A thong is uncomfortable. You can wear that. He said, Dina, how about learning how to proceed and to pursue and to shift while you're under siege? Mm. He said, that's that's unstoppable. He said, that's what unstoppable means. And he said, I've called you to use the gifts and the talents to bring that message. That's what you're called to do. And that's what you will do. And if you are obedient and you show up and you move when I say move, watch me work. He said, you are fully equipped Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right now with everything. Right now. Everything right now. But here's the, here's the human that gets in us. And that's why I want to break this part down. Y'all, if you ain't got your pen, you best to grab it now. (laughs) Right. Cause he said, when I said equipped, I didn't say you had to do it all. You got people Mm -hmm. in your life. Come on. With the resources, I've equipped you to know who to call. I've given you discernment to know who to go to. I have led you to opportunities to support what I've called you to do. That's what being equipped means. It didn't mean you had to do it all. Exactly. That's and awesome. so that's when you said we weren't we weren't ever designed to, but we get in our heads. Mm-hmm. We got to do this because I got to prove something. You don't have to prove anything. And when I learned that, mm-hmm. that yes, I don't have to prove anything to anybody. Right. I just had to speak life. And to believe in me and be confident and be clear about who I am and show up consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's all I needed to, 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 for me to lead. And I mean, learn, experience, apply, and develop to the greatest version of myself. I said, okay, but I could get that. Do I have rough dates? Absolutely. Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Absolutely. But here's some of the things that I do. And I wanted to, you know, you've been through a lot. You, you the things you've seen. So now looking back, what would you tell, what would you really begin to share with that 20 year old Shelly or that, or if you went back about 20 years, what would you tell her? Um, who <laughs> look, I'm, I was sitting here typing cause I would needed to get all that down that you, <laughs> that you said. cause I was, because, uh, because I'm telling you that was powerful. That Bless me. That helped me. And I'm sure it's helping your um, listeners. But um, here's what I would say. And 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 I don't know if you know this, um, but I was in foster care um, until I was um, till I got out of high school. I'm a foster kid, um, which is why I sit on the board of a couple of organizations that deal with foster care. Um, and so if anybody wasn't supposed to make it, it definitely would have been me. Um, so, but I will tell you this, um, 
in, in my journey and, and we'll talk about it another time and, and let your folks hear it. But I would tell myself, spend your time. Well, there'd be two things, two imp- very important things. I spend your time working on yourself. The inner, mm. that is the most <laughs> important thing is to work on yourself because I, wow. when I was, uh, how, wow, how powerful is that? Spend the time working on the inner you. Spend the time working on the inner you. I, I, I can't, I, when, when she said that, that little nugget, it's like, what else is there to say? Spend that time working on the inner you. And when I think about who I was 20 years ago, I also would say the same thing. Get close to you, love on you, spend some time with you. And when you do that, when you do that, watch God work. So what I would love to do at this time, and we have more, we're going to come back with more with Dr. Shelley Henderson. But until we do, what I want you to do is to know that you have the power and the authority to transform your situation. So get clear about what you really want, which will lead to you being confident about who you are called to be and allow you to stay consistent on how you are called to serve. That's what I got. We're keeping these conscious conversations short, sweet, and oh, so powerful. And so I would say to you, please share. Please share with someone who needed to hear this conversation today. There were so many golden nuggets. And until the next time, thank you for listening to Walking Through Glass. And I just want you to keep moving. Real talk. There are times in your life when you're feeling low and you don't know where you're going. You're feeling down, feeling underground, and you got nothing.